diet, the first step, of course, is to look at what you're eating on a regular basis. I think everybody knows that. But for those of you that drink, did you know alcohol keeps you from burning fat? Yep. Alcohol keeps your body from burning fat. And I, and you know, I wish to kind of throw in something else. And this is just an aside that the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, has guidelines for people who, who've been newly vaccinated. And while they recommend avoiding the over-the-counter drugs for pain when there's discomfort and misery from this vaccine. Um, like the uh, ibuprofen and Tylenol, you know, that sort of stuff. They say avoid it. And talking to your doctor about taking any kind of meds to relieve any kind of discomfort you might want to ask them about alcohol because there's no mentioning of alcohol here in the States. According to the CDC, there's no mention of it in their protocol. However, in January 2021, experts in the UK, and I love the UK, advise people to avoid alcohol in the days leading up to and the days following your COVID vaccine. Why? What? Well, I, I'm saying, why can't these two get together and come up with a bottom line? But alcohol, okay. We know you must have your immune system working tip-top at the top of the line in good shape. R really, it, it, and this gives the vaccine, they say, a better response. I beg to differ, but that's just me. So, what we're going to do is talk to you a little bit today about the fats and alcohol, what you need to know about it. Uh, I'm going to give you some good information, so have your pencil handy because I'm going to tell you where to go and verify what I'm going to share with you. And... I'm going to talk about how your body responds to drinking. I mean, it's a fascinating subject. And you may not drink, I get that. But you may have a fat slob laying around that is a boozer, something you might need to know. So stand by. And, and when not enough is too late go nowhere today is april the 13th and this is a live broadcast good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are on this great planet my name is india holloway i am an international board certified colon hydrotherapist i am an iridologist a lecturer 
the author of a book entitled A Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And you can get it on my website, healthylivingstudios.com. But let me start by saying howdy to my regular listeners. Hi, and and thank you so much for always being there. I appreciate you for who you are and for listening to this broadcast. Because without you, there is no me. Granted. And then I want to thank those that are listening in for the very first time. Thank you very much. And I invite you to come back every week at this very same time to listen in to this broadcast. So we're here every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time. And uh, uh, since you're here, I want to invite you to chime in to this broadcast, uh, all of you, and um, give us a call or send us a email. So you can call us by dialing 310 9287733 or send us drop us a line if you're a little shy over the radio certainly Sheila in San Francisco is not but send us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com I'd like to also take this moment to thank our men and women in uniform these are very special people. They're courageous and they are out here to protect us. And every country out there has courageous men and women in uniform that protect their people as well. So thanking everybody that are out there uh, doing what they need to do for protection. While we're thanking them for their dedication and service, we want to thank our first responders, our police officers, our firemen, and God bless the nurses. You deserve our thanks. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease, but what we will do is educate you on your body. Now, when not soon enough is too late. Because there's people out there that smoke and then they stop because something went wrong, might be too late. There's people out there that drink T-O-O much and then they stop or they scale away from it and it might be too late and they did not stop soon enough. But if you're just now listening or tuning into this broadcast, if you're just now chiming into what I'm saying, uh, I'll just let you know we're trying to maintain a healthy understanding of Drinking alcohol. Uh, if you're trying to maintain a healthy weight, as I said on the onset, the first step, of course, is, you know, eating a regular diet, making sure you're doing the right things. And, of course, you want to maintain a good diet. There's too many healthy, unhealthy people, I should say, out here in the world because they're too fat. And some of them are huge and overweight. They eat correctly, but they drink too much of the old booze. It's not enough just to eat the good food. You also, if you eat and drink, you have to maintain a good decorum when it comes to the alcohol. And just eating and drinking at the same time, what you're doing is actually diluting the digestive juices being released in your digestive tract. Uh, the digestive juices breaks 
down the foods. And if you're eating and drinking at the same time, and a lot of people do, they've diluted something very important in their body to break down the food, right? Yeah, you you can't do that. But what you drink is a huge factor. It's a big factor as well. And that includes beer. Uh You might pop open during the summer months out in the cookout uh, or, or a bottle of beer or wine that you share with your friends over dinner. You're laughing, you're scratching, you're having a good time. You don't even pay attention to what's going on in your mouth. You just lift your hand up to your face and in it goes. Weight is certainly not to be... Um, the end all when it comes to your health. Uh, but if you drink booze, you may be coming into play when it comes to your health. All of this takes into consideration what goes on under the surface of the skin. There's a few things you might want to know about alcohol and the alcohol intake and your body's composition, and it comes straight from the experts, right? So, the center, I I talked about the Center for Disease Control when it comes to alcohol and the vaccine. And I'll just tap on it a little bit because here in the States, they don't mention anything. Uh, the CDC, there's, there's nothing in reference to drinking alcohol before or after your vaccine. But they do mention about taking over the counter pain relievers like the Tylenol and the, uh, what, what is it? Ibuprofen NSAIDs, NSAIDs right? Anything to relieve pain. And let me tell you, there there can be, and there are a lot of people who suffer the different responses from the vaccine. How about the, the vaccine arm or the COVID arm, they call it, where the arm that you had the injection swells and it's in pain forever. You want to chop that bad boy off. It hurts so bad. And they're saying, don't take any pain relievers. And you're going, you must be mad. I need something. Some people have a high tolerance for pain, right? And there's, then there's those who have zero tolerance for any kind of pain. Just knock them out, put them to sleep for three or four days until everything is calmed down. Uh-huh. Over in the UK, they say no booze before or following your vaccine. Ha! Huh. Who knew? There is a doctor over there in the UK. Her name is Sheena. S-H-E-E-N-A. Uh, Kleckschnick. Or something like that. C R. U-I-C-K-S-H-A-N-K at the University of Manchester. Mm -hmm. Look it up. She says, no booze before or after. No alcohol. But the whole subject of this broadcast today is to let you know that alcohol keeps your body from burning fat. Uh-huh. You may have heard the term empty calories. Uh, have you? Yes, you have. Used in relationship to alcohol. And you have it in relationship to alcohol. But this means your body can convert the calories from alcohol for energy 
But these calories contain little to no beneficial nutrients or minerals. And this is quoted by Casey, Cressy, Chrissy, uh, it's a lady, Chrissy Maureen. She's a MS. She is a ACT and uh, a lead wellness coordinate, coordinator at Providence State's um, Joseph's Hospital, St. Joseph's Hospital. This is a wellness center in Orange County. And, and Miss Chrissy tells health. She says, and I finger quote here, alcohol isn't, because you know I'm reading, it takes me a minute. Uh, quote, alcohol isn't treated like other nutrients in food. In fact, the digestive system works extra hard to eliminate it from the body, prioritizing the elimination of alcohol ahead of all other nutrients. Huh? And Miss Miss Chrissy says, if you were to have a meal with your alcoholic beverage, the nutrient uptake from the meal will be greatly decreased due to the body's working so hard to eliminate the alcohol from the body. That's it. Miss Chrissy? I get it. Now, let's break it down a little bit better for everybody else. Typically, carbohydrates are the body's first choice to digest carbohydrates, right? Pasta, rice, bread, potatoes, starchy foods, yada, yada, yada. Uh, first to digest from energy, food, but that completely changes when alcohol is consumed. The body recognizes alcohol as a toxic and it shuts down its ability to access all other stored micronutrients, your carbs, your protein, your fats. And you know, these are the body's main nutrients to keep the body alive, right? So you have fats, you have alcohol, you have, I mean, wait, go back. You have protein, you have fats, you have carbohydrates. There you go. And the, the uh, okay, micronutrients, carbs, proteins, and fats. These are the body's food groups to keep us alive. And, and we're saying here that, if you're drinking alcohol and eating your, let's say you're eating a good, healthy diet, it's being set aside because the alcohol has got to be shut down. Ah, Okay, so in order to utilize and burn off the alcohol first, Miss Chrissy explains, I should call her Dr. Chrissy, exp explains through, though you have heard the term beer belly, there is before you've heard that term, Chrissy says the belief that alcohol beverages causes increased fat stores around the stomach. The stomach area actually isn't accurate. In fact, a very little percentage of your calories you drink from alcohol itself are turned into fat. Very little. The main and this is back to the quotes again with Miss Chrissy. The main effect of alcohol is to reduce the amount of fat your body can burn for energy. She explains, back to quote, you 
are basically shutting down your metabolism, which then leads to weight gain. Okay, Chrissy. High calories, she says. It's high in calories, alcohol. In general, alcohol is protein, carbohydrates. Okay, you got four calories per gram. Fats, you have nine calories. And alcohol, you have seven. Whoa. Okay, so now there is another doctor, nurse. Her name is Dr. Nurse Ginger. So Ginger, uh, she's in Seattle, Seattle, and she's at the Seattle Health or Seattle Health Institute of some sort. When And this is her quote. Ginger says, when you look at mixtures like uh, the juices, the sodas, the syrups, the creams, the whipped creams, the coconut milk, the, there's calories there. And then you add it to the alcohol that's already high in calories. Do you see that? Alcohol has seven calories per gram. Now, extra Extra, read all about it. Speaking of syrups and juices and and creams and whipped creams and coconuts and all that. Here you go. How about those of you that love the margaritas and the daiquiris and the cocktails and yada, yada, yada. 541 calories in eight fluid ounces of a margarita. Wow, that's half, just about half your daily calories per day. And you're having two over dinner and you're eating your calories plus. I mean, there's a lot going on there. huh? You're building up, a, look at that, look down. There you have it. How about, now that's, I'm going to repeat that in case you want to write it down. 541 calories in 8 fluid ounces of a margarita. You have 420 calories in an 8 ounce daiquiri. You have 397 calories in an 8 ounce pina colada. Huh. You're having a good old time. You're laughing and scratching. And they're still filling that glass up for you. How about you getting that half gallon and drinking it down? I mean, there's all kinds of things that you're doing and adding to the calories of your body. It's not just food. But when you add the food with it, now you're in trouble. And, and, you know, things like the pina colada, you got your, I think it's the pina colada. Maybe it's the margarita. You got the, the glass that's surrounded with salt. And then uh, if it's not salt, it's sugar. And you're adding even more. Let's halt the fat because you're packing it on. And this is the time of, you know, trying to maintain some kind of decorum at the same time, uh, keeping your weight in check. If you want to drink alcohol and you are keeping your weight in mind, uh, well, you might want to consider Um, low-calorie options, right? And like a beer, okay, low-calorie, but you can't drink too much of it. Some people go crazy. If you're going to drink a beer, 
drink the ones that have the low calories, like the uh, like the loggers, right? 150 calories in a regular beer. Okay. And, and then what about your wine? How about the red wines and the white wines? They carry around 120 calories. It beats 541 calories. And there's people that'll say, I, I just can't drink wine or I hate red wine or whatever, right? And, uh, if you just have to drink to get your buzz on or, you know, or join in with the social activities, you might want to just kind of calm it down a little bit. Get your taste buds going. Mix soda water with your wine or soda water. And and, and I say soda water, it's going to give you a little bit of gas, but it's low calories, right? If you drink too much or eat too much of anything, you're going to get a little bloated and gassy. Uh, if you drink alcohol, well, wait a minute. Let me hold that thought for a minute because I have an email that says, what about fermented grapes, a.k.a. wine or even fermented kombucha? Doesn't the fermentation excess turn some fruits into alcohol? Yeah. And, and this is a absolute correct assumption if you're assuming, but you drink it before it turns into alcohol, right? If you're drinking kombucha, kombucha is fermented tea as a rule, but you can ferment anything. You can ferment coconut. And now you've got fermentation is a, and I'll get into that a little bit later in this, uh, in this uh, broadcast, but uh, it's a slightly different and you got the fermentation, you got your bugs that are in there mating and eating and partying and having a good time and and proliferating they're increasing their own and it is a beautiful thing it's a beautiful marriage here however if you're gonna drink your fermented foods it is a limitation and you do the same as anything else uh, more is not better there is a serious limitation with things that you do in your body. And we'll talk about that in a second. But when, if you like the vodka and soda, you're looking at mm, 133 calories per, what do they say, 225 gram glass. So 130 calories and um, it still beats 541 calories, so eight full ounces, right? So be careful because if you get these calories in there or you get this alcohol in the body, what's going to happen is you're going to get sauced and and then everything else goes out to play but we're going to talk about why this happens it it it, it really messes with your hormones your hormones hormones are a critic play a critical role in your healthy functioning in your body's tissues and organs hormones are everything that your body uh Hormones secrete into all your glands. Let's put it that way. Your glands govern all your senses. Remember your senses? You have your touch, your, your taste, your sight, your sound, your smell. Five senses. And they're all affected by hormones. And alcohol screws 
with all those senses that governs all your tissues and organs. You've seen people drunk staggering. You've seen people drunk slurring their speech or even slightly high and, and, and can't coordinate certain things. Uh, uh, I, you know what? You should not drink and drive. Done. Drop the mic. When your hormone system is working properly, the right amount of hormones is naturally released at actually the right time. I mean, this is, a, this is your body. It is a machine. And it's set up automatically to do certain things, to respond in certain ways, to make things happen and coordinate it all according to the body's responses. The messages has to get there. If the, if the message, the hormones that play a, a certain part in the body are screwed because of how you're drinking, too much drinking, eating and drinking at the same time, your coordination is way off. Drinking alcohol can impair the functions of your gland that releases hormones and the functions into the tissue that target those hormones. And it and it, it results in a range of health issues. And everybody's different. Everybody's unique on this planet. So it's going to affect different people in different ways. Some people have high tolerance for alcohol. Some people have zero tolerance for alcohol. And... Alcohol, now I'm going to give you a quote. I'm going back to Miss Sassy Sissy Morian. And Dr. Sissy, is it her name, Sissy, Casey? Well, the doctor says, quote, alcohol consumption causes increased levels of hormone cortisol. Hmm. Still in the quote, which has been linked to weight gain. Shall I repeat that one sentence? Alcohol consumption causes increased levels of the hormone cortisol, which has been linked to weight gain, says Sissy. Science, back in the quote, scientists are still trying to figure out exactly how much alcohol causes this increase in cortisol. There's a, there is no black and white answer here, she says. Everyone is unique. I just said that. Everyone is unique in their body's react and breakdown from alcohol. She and I are on the same page. She explains, that's, she, exp, she notes that many studies in, on this topic include an intoxicated study group, we're talking uh, drunks here, and alcohol-dependent individuals, we're talking about alcoholics, who may require larger amounts of alcohol to be affected. Hmm. Okay, so do we throw these out with the bath water? And they're not babies. The alcohol makes it harder to get quality sleep. And some people can sleep after drinking and, and because it is a relaxant. But there are those that are up 24 hours. You're going, why doesn't this drunk go to sleep? Because they cannot. That cortisol hormone is being affected a different way. Since alcohol ha has a sedative effect that can induce the feeling of relaxation and sleepiness, it can also help an individual unwind 
and get settled for bed. However, Dr. Sissy says, she points out that the consumption of alcohol, especially in excess, has been linked to poor sleep quality and duration. In fact, she says, quote, individuals who are dependent on alcohol commonly experience insomnia symptoms. Whoa. Okay. So there's a lot you need to know about this, but I'm going to take a short break in just a minute. And then I'm going to come back to give you some tips and other things that when you are consuming your alcohol, that it will, um, well, cause other things to happen. Um, So if we can do that, and then I'll get right back to you. Give me a break. All right, do you see what's happening? The world is so confused. Trouble everywhere, it seems that hope is an illusion. Everywhere you turn, another tragedy. It's sad to see. But rise, oh, rise, oh, rise, oh, rise, oh, rise up. Lift your eyes, oh, eyes, oh, eyes, oh, eyes up. And see how tomorrow. We got hope for tomorrow. Stand up, stand for the hopeless threat. Stand for the stand for the not free yet. When we become one fam, one unit, we make an impact that they won't forget. But we must be one. Yeah, we must be one. Better stop this pain. Yeah, we must be one. Sing a new song. Can we just sing a new song? Somewhere along. And thank you for that break. I just needed to do something real quick. But we are, if you're just now joining us at this point, we're talking about how alcohol makes it harder to, for your body to break down fats. In fact, it will increase the fats. And Now we're talking about how alcohol makes it harder to get quality sleep. It is not unusual for people to use alcohol to get to sleep as a sleeping aid. And since alcohol has a sedative effect, according to Dr. Sissy, um, It will help an individual unwind, settle for bed, and and, but the consumption of alcohol, especially in excess, has been linked to poor sleep quality duration. In fact, those who are dependent on an alcoholic substance to get them to sleep experience insomnia. Hmm. Interesting. Again, there's a link with that to your hormones. Again, you need to understand your hormones govern everything in your five senses, your taste, your, your, your touch, your, your smell, your sound, your sight. All of these. Go ahead. Get out there and have a good drink and then get on the road. It's going to get your blurred vision. Your senses are going to be off. You're not going to talk like you got good sense. I know you need to understand that if those hormones 
are not shooting in in good faction, something is going to go wrong. And as far as your sleep is concerned, melatonin, uh, long associated with sleep wake cycle, uh, is uh, one of the big things that happens. Melatonin is a hormone for your sleeping. Yeah. Many people find their sleep is quite disrupted after drinking alcohol. It's called sleep deprivation. Uh, well, it's also heavily associated with gaining weight. Now, so if you are, uh, I'm going to just give you some tips for if you are over 40, especially because you're not moving as much as a rule and you're slowing down and women go into menopause. They tend to slow down to a halt and because your hormones are all the way off. Every single hormone in your body, but the two main hormones, progesterone and and um, and estrogen, these two are dipping quite fast, and that's what makes that a change of life around fifty-ish. So you can get that hunger feeling and the hormones are crazy and after a few drinks uh the munchies often kick in and now you want to graze and you're you got a bag of chips in one hand and a soda in the other or you know and and, and don't let anybody look at them you snatch back i mean it's like this is mine i'm not sharing and you're likely to grab whatever quick and easy snack without really thinking about it. It is just automatic, right? When these hunger pings uh, happen, these are associated with a couple of different things. First, alcohol can cause sugar, your blood sugar levels to dip. And when your blood sugar level goes down, your eyes tend to want to close and your body, you get brain fog, you get weak and you want to go to sleep. This is a trigger, hunger cues, and sometimes craving for carbohydrates, rich food, decadent food kicks in. So. The researchers have found that alcohol affects the area of the brain that controls none other than your appetite, your appetite. And this can cause intense hunger. I mean, you call it hangry? Whoa, you better feed her real quick and draw back your hand quick when you give her food. Because, you know, that attitude can go off the chart. You know what I'm talking about, especially the day after drinking. Look at it. Check it out. Figure it out. Do your own study because the studies are already out there. They, they study the study found that the nerve cells in the brain, that it's called the hypothalamus in the brain, are generally associated with actual starvation. So if the brain is saying, I'm starving, and the body has to have food in order to keep it alive, and it's associated with alcohol, look at this combination that we have here, people. Look at what is going on. The hypothalamus. Half of you haven't even heard of the hypothalamus. This bad boy, this bad boy is huge for the hormones that it produces and, and making this body do what it needs to do. I'm not going to go into the detail of what it is, uh, 
what those hormones are, because then it gets a little technical, but you're hearing a lot out there from people like, okay, what's this doctor's name? He talks about Lipton, right? A hormone that suppresses the appetite and glucagon and it's like a peptide. See, it gets a little technical, so I don't want to get into it, but it is so intense. Those intense hunger cues can make you reach for high-calorie food, like, hello, pizza, the most poisoned food on the planet, and burgers right behind it. I had a guy come in. This is a tale from the table yesterday. I love recent tales from the table because it's fresh in my mind. This individual standing, what, he was uh, 6'4", he's a big guy, and he weighed 305 pounds. He's a nice size, most of it in his belly. Mm -hmm. And this guy, I swear to God, he he doesn't drink. He he um, makes sure he gets good, healthy food, but he eats a lot of it. Boy, he 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 doesn't have a filter there. There's just not a filter to help him out. So we have to give him some special stuff to help with this. So I just simply took him off of any kind of alcohol. And any kind of starchy carbs for five days and uh, booked him back for a week. And in five days, we should see his weight go down primarily from his belly because uh, that's where all his fat was or most of it was or is. And he should lose that within five days. He should be slimmer, looking good. I mean, let me tell you, a guy loves to look good in the belly, but can't help it when those pings come and the burgers are filled up. But what he didn't know is that he eats meat every, hmm, maybe twice a week, I think he said. He just had a burger a couple days ago. He's an A blood type. His body can't break down the meat. Go figure. Easy. He's an easy fix. I guarantee it. And when we get his all his hormones in check, he's going to be amazed. He felt great after getting cleaned out. But wait until the next five days and it gets better and better. Just a few things. There are some people, none of it's going to help because their stress levels are too high. What it? What is it we called it? Cortisol. <whistles> Cortisol is a killer. It will kill. So I can't do anything about your stress levels. The onus is on you with that. But I do give you a lecture about stress when you come in to see me. And, and just as, again, an aside, uh, stress is caused by most outside entity. You stress over someone else's wants, someone else's needs, someone else's personality to make somebody else money at your expense. And I say, stop it. I'm passing all this on to you. So now there's another study found that the ingestion of moderate amounts of alcohol inhibits Lipton secretions into healthy subjects. And this is impaired with the fact that alcohol lowers inhibitions, meaning Many people reach for food that they'd normally avoid, such as 
high fats and sodium. But that bag of potato chips in your hand, stop it. There are certain things you should avoid at all costs. Remember the dietary guidelines. Do you remember the dietary guidelines? Well, there are guidelines that uh, I think there's the, la the latest ones you can check out from 2000, 2025. Every bite counts. And you know it does. Every bite counts. And sometimes you choke off of a, a bite. But there's some things that you can eat that uh, if you do it, you're doing good. Now, if, uh, if you follow the guidelines, you're not going to eat and drink at the same time. When you eat, like I said earlier, you dilute the, uh, the juices in your digestive tract that breaks down the food. And if that is the case, what we need to do is make sure you're not eating and drinking at the same time. I, I always recommend the red wine if you're going to have alcohol with your meal because you don't drink the wine. You sip it, or at least you're supposed to sip it. And if you sip red wine, red wine has, uh, antioxidants in it to help with your blood and enzymes to help with digesting the food. So the body believes that the red wine is actual food. So when you sip it, it's just like putting those green beans in your body at the same time or that salmon at the same time. So you can get away with it. Try it. Remember the dietary guidelines. Now, drink alcohol in moderation. That's number one, first and foremost. Because you remember what I said on the onset. Remember? It says, uh, if you, let's see, what did I say? I said, if you are trying to maintain a healthy weight, the first step is regular eating, eating clean, but it is not enough. If you eat and drink at the same time, you're doing your body a disservice. And when it comes to your health and your drinking, your body cannot get rid of the fat. It actually will pull it in. And now you're in trouble because alcohol keeps your body from burning fat. And it'll do it on its own. But you have to be the, the governor of this system. Drink alcohol? Mm-hmm. Okay. But do it in moderation. Uh, there is no, I should say, that's no more then a drink a day for women, and some women are going, oh, come on, that's just ridiculous. No more than two drinks for a man. And the man is going, oh, come on, that is hideous. Because they like their alcohol. They love what it does for them. They love the feel and and the feel, the taste, the sight, the sound, the smell, all your senses are berserk or getting there. Um, so one drink a day for women, a glass of wine, a bottle of beer, you know, do what you have to do if you want to have a drink. I'm not saying you can't. Some people can't. But those that can, moderation. 
excessive alcohol consumption has been linked to an increase of cancer. Well, you know, how about cancer, heart disease, and, excuse me, mental illness? If you slip it all the way up over 40, how about dementia? You get that from the Center for Disease Control. And you can get more information. You can just chime in to CDC and ask the question. That's how I find out most of my uh, questions and answers uh, for this body. So do what you have to do, but figure it out for you. There, like I said, every body is unique. There's not a single solitary body on planet Earth the same. And if you are, if you want to find out more about your body, all you have to do everything you can look on the internet and find a lot of information, right? So, uh, let's see. This is winding down. We're getting to the end of the show. So I hope you learned a good amount about what it was you needed to know about drinking and alcohol because the summer is here. And we're going to find that we're out there doing more uh, to enjoy life as it is, but... If you are overdoing it and you have gotten to the end and something has gone wrong, it's probably because of your diet and drinking. Hmm? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is India Holloway. You've been listening to the Inner Light Radio. Thank you very much. And... Um, you can come listen to the show every week at this very same time between 10 and 11 West Coast time. You can also check out my website. Uh, you can also check out my website. It is healthylivingstudios.com. Um, next week, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the COVID shot and your alcohol because I've got a couple other things to mix in with that so stay tuned for that uh, you can reach me or send me an email at India's healthy living at yahoo.com if you're local please you can come in and check us out at my studio India's Healthy Living Studios at 5807 Uplander Way in beautiful Culver City. Or you can have, drop me a lot, uh, ring me up at 866-557-9557. <clears throat> if my phone doesn't ring, my cell phone will. You can always reach me. Until this time next week, I want to say with love and great gratitude, ciao for now.